Hello, welcome back to episode 54 of the Leading Yourself podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about accountability, a topic that I'm very passionate about because I firmly believe that is one of the key success factors in achieving success. Last year, I had the honor and the privilege to have Henry Evans, the author of the best-selling book, Winning with Accountability, here in this podcast. Henry and I talked about what is accountability, why it's important, and how to develop accountability. I believe that having an accountability partner, which is something that we started to talk about on that episode, is so critical. It's one of those tools that are going to help us stick to our commitments and stay accountable to ourselves. So I thought today I would go a little bit deeper into this concept of accountability partner. And we're going to be talking about how to find the right accountability partner and how to develop a successful accountability partnership that can help you stick and achieve your goals this year. Oh, one more thing before we jump into today's podcast episode. I have created a worksheet that goes with today's podcast episode. To download the bonus materials, just go to the link on the description of this podcast. And now let's dig in into today's episode. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Finding an accountability partner or a success buddy or a peak performance partner, however we want to call it, is one of the key success factors to enable you to stick to your goals. I share some of these statistics before, but almost 90% of all New Year's resolutions and goals will fail if they haven't failed already. There's a statistics that said that by this time of the year, about 70 or 80% of them have been abandoned. If you have a specific plan and you track to a deadline that you establish, your chances per, for success go up, up to 50%. Amazing, right? When you declare to others that you will achieve your goals, this can stretch up to 66%. But social accountability, while it's better than nothing, is not enough. Just you shouting to the world that you're going to commit to achieve this goal while it increases your chances of achieving your goal is not enough. But committing to one particular person and scheduling accountability appointments with that partner increases your odds to achieve your goals to 95%, 95%. An accountability partner is such a powerful leverage to achieve the extraordinary success that you're looking to achieve. 
Now, a lot of times we have misconceptions as to who should we look for when we're looking for an accountability partner. So I want to start by unbundling what an accountability partner doesn't need to be, does not need to be. The first thing, your accountability partner doesn't have to be a mentor or someone that is smarter than you that can give you advice. The role of your accountability partner is not to give you advice. I think this is one of the things that we get wrong over and over again. When we think about having an accountability partner, we think about, okay, who is better than me in doing this that can give me advice along the way so I stay accountable? No, that is the role of a mentor, not of your accountability partner. Your accountability partner should not or doesn't need to be a mentor or someone that can give you advice. That's not their role. The second thing is they don't need to be better than you. Actually, typically, when you look for an accountability partner, we're going to talk about this in a second, should be a peer, someone that is, you know, at the same place as you are. Third, an accountability partner doesn't need to be in the same industry as you, in the same company as you, or understand your company's lingo or be familiar with what your problems are. A lot of times we narrow our search for an accountability partner with someone that lives in the same environment and speaks the same lingo as we do. That is not required. Now, if all of that is not required, then what the heck we're looking on an accountability partner? Well, these are the must of an accountability partner. First of all, an accountability partner must be someone who will commit and will show up on time consistently is someone that you can trust will show up for you on time consistently. And let me just stop for a second and say that the time commitment is not huge, but whatever that time commitment is, is something that that person should be committing to or must commit to if you want to have a successful accountability partner. The second thing is that they need to show up prepared, be brief to the point and really asking the right questions. And we'll talk about what questions a good accountability partner will ask to help you stay accountable or what questions can you ask to help someone else stay accountable. An accountability partner also is someone that will hold you accountable. They don't need to know what you should be doing. They don't know not to know what problems you have or how to solve those problems. They just need to know what you said you were going to do last time that you met with that person and hold you accountable to what you said you were going to do. Basically, asking you things like, have you done it? And if not, what are you going to do to fix it? What makes an accountability partner valuable is not who they are, how good they are, or even their understanding of your business or your issues or anything like that. Let me repeat that. What makes an accountability partner valuable is not who they are, how good they are, or how well they understand your problems, your business, and the issues that you're facing. 
the key for an accountability partner is to know what someone else is waiting for you so it forces you to show up. You know, we typically are more responsible to others than we are to ourselves. We're more likely to stick to a promise that we made to someone else than a promise that we make to ourselves. Yes, that is sad, but that is the reality. So having someone that you know is waiting for you is going to force you to show up. I'll give you an example. When I started trying to get into the routine of working out, um, my community, my friends, were my accountability partners were critical for me to develop that habit. And even today, there are days that I'm tired, I wake up, and you know, my only thing that I want to do is to hit snooze on that alarm and sleep for another 15 minutes. But knowing that my accountability partners are waiting for me to show up so we can connect and start working out, that forces me to get up get ready and show up. The other thing about accountability partners is that they prevent you from talking yourself into not doing something or talking you out of doing something. So having an accountability partnership is valuable because it will help you stay away from talking yourself out of doing something. Accountability partnerships are also valuable because sharing with someone what you're doing makes you plan better. If you know that you're going to have to share with someone what your plan is, what your deadline is, then you're going to put more thoughts into planning and establishing better, clear deadlines, realistic deadlines that you can commit to stick to. Another way that accountability partnerships helps us is that when we share our wins or aha moments, it makes us more aware of what we're learning in the process. And I am going to be tired of saying this over and over again, but you need to fall in love with the process. The process is the secret for success. It's not the outcome, but it is the process. It is the journey. And the journey is there for to enable us to learn and become better. And when you share your challenges, your setbacks, your wins, your aha moments, you're going to be so much more aware of what's happening, and that's going to exponentially increase your learnings in the process. An accountability partner helps you be accountable to you. You're not being accountable to your accountability partner. You're being accountable to yourself. But having that partnership, if it's well-designed and you stick to a framework, then it's going to help you be accountable to you. You might be thinking, okay, that makes sense. It's easy to find an accountability partner. Well, let me tell you that finding someone who is wise who knows more than you, who can give you advice, who can mentor you, is probably easier than finding someone who is committed, consistent, on time, prepared, and on point 
that's even harder. I think that that's why many accountability partnerships fail because we don't find the right person. I don't believe that an accountability partner can be a stranger because a stranger is not going to be committed to you and your journey. I think that finding someone that cares for you, someone that cares for you being successful is critical because that increases the chances that that person will be committed to your success. So think twice if you think that what I mentioned, what to look for or not to look for an accountability partner makes it easier to find one. Because I'll tell you that commitment and consistency are not things that are easily found. So what are some things? I'm going to share with you four things that you can do to create that successful partnership. The first thing or five things, right? The first thing we already talked about, which is finding the right person. Someone who is committed, who is going to stay consistent, who's going to be on time, who's going to be prepared, who's going to be on point, that is going to help you stay accountable to yourself. Number two is to set clear expectations and communicate them effectively. You need to start that partnership being very clear of what you expect of your accountability partner. Be as as specific as you can and make sure that you communicate that effectively to the other person. Just because it is clear in your mind doesn't mean that it's clear for the other person. And if you don't communicate your expectations effectively, what is going to happen is that you're going to feel disappointed. You're going to feel that the other person is letting you down. But let me tell you something. You are the one letting yourself down if you don't communicate clearly what your expectations of this partnership is. Number three, you need to set a clear time boundary to review and renew your partnership. I like to do this every 90 days. I think that it's important to have checkpoints along the way as to how is this partnership going and do we want to renew the partnership or do we want to end the partnership? A lot of times, many accountability partnerships just end organically. You meet once, maybe twice, maybe three times, and then you don't hear from each other again. I think that it's clear when you, it's critical when you start the partnership that you set in advance how often or when are you going to review your partnership and decide whether you want to continue it or you want to end it. Number four, it is critical that you are vulnerable in sharing how you are getting on your own way. That's why I think that your accountability partner should be someone that you can trust, that you can be vulnerable, that you can lower your barriers and really share very raw, very openly, very transparently, how are you getting on your own way? If you don't do this, then your accountability partner has limited chances of being able to hold you accountable and help you be accountable to yourself. You need to be vulnerable on what are the things that typically you do that prevent you from staying accountable. 
How are you getting on your own way? How have you got on your own way on the past? What are the things that typically are stopping you from staying consistent? And number five, you need to be clear on how you want to be held accountable and give your partner full permission to help you stay accountable. So, okay, so those are the five things that you can do to ensure that you have a successful, that you build a successful partnership. Now, I mentioned that one role, one critical role that your accountability partner plays is asking the right questions. So there's four things, four questions that I like to ask in every accountability meeting that I have with an accountability partner. The first question is, what were the top three wins of your week? What are the three things that went really well? What are the three things that you accomplished uh, that you feel that you win on this week? The top three, only three, not one, not two, not five, but three. The second question is, what were your top three losses of the week? Based on your goals, based on your priorities for the week, what are the things that you did not do that did not went as you thought or as you planned? Um, what are the deadlines that you didn't admit? What are the things that you omitted or that went wrong, right? The next question is, what are going to be your top three fixes? Meaning, what are you going to do differently this week, right? This next week to prevent those losses from this week. And the last one, what are the top three lessons learned of the week? What are the three things that you learned this week? Now, you can replace the word week for every other week or every month. You are going to determine how often you want to meet with your accountability partner. The thing is, what are those top three wins, losses, fixes, and lessons learned from the last time that we met until this time? And once again, how often you meet with your accountability partner is one thing that you're going to have to decide together. What makes sense based on your plan, based on your deadlines, based on what you're trying to accomplish? You and only you know how often you need to meet in order to get the accountability that you need to keep going and stay consistent and accountable to yourself. But asking these four questions are going to help you and your partner support each other in staying accountable with your goals. Again, what were your top three wins? What were your top three losses? What are going to be your top three fixes? And what are your top three lessons learned? Okay, that's what I have for today. I hope, as always, that you find this episode helpful. If you did, do me a favor, send the link to this podcast episode to someone that you think can benefit from today's podcast. And with that, I hope that you have an amazing day and I'll see you here again for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. Oh, and don't forget to go to iTunes and leave me a review. And while you're there, please subscribe so you get notifications every time there is a new podcast episode.